Squiggles are aligned. Uh, health check passed. Equal squigs. And we're ready to go. I don't know if you guys just caught that, but our audio engineer just told us that uh, <laughs> we're at equal squigs, which means um, we're good to go. That's lingo. This is our, our alternate audio engineer because our primary audio engineer is, is away. He's rudely in Tahoe. I can't believe... <laughs> He took time off of his job. It was so nice being in the same space as you, just like because it was really, really fun. And also, like your setup is like so turnkey, and so <laughs> like I know that there's the computer's a little persnickety, but like I wish you could just see me in this space right now. <laughs> I'm just facing a wall with an open closet of clothes to absorb the sound. This is like the only setup that has worked for me. I have Eric's my computer on Eric's nightstand that I've dragged over. I have a TV table. With my microphone sitting on a number of like Amazon boxes and books. And then I have like a pea popper that I attach to our steamer that we use that Eric uses for his clothes that like it clamps onto that because that's the only like tall thing that I have for it to clamp onto. I mean, it it is a benefit of of Mason's actual job that he does every day. Yeah. Well, should we get started? Yeah, let's let's uh Let's jump right in. You want to give us an intro? Yeah. Uh, hey, everyone, and welcome to Hey Chums, the unauthorized Shark Tank podcast. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Sylvie. And we had a spicy little episode this week, spicy. I would say. Spicy. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it's it. It's been a minute, I think, since we've had an episode that the last couple episodes, like last one, I think, or two, have been a little sleepy. You know, Definitely. we haven't had a the lot of emotion. that exciting. Yeah. The sharks seemed a little sedated. That yeah. all changes this week. We are watching season 13, episode 15. Mm-hmm. So we are back on track. And yeah, we have all, all OG sharks, no guest shark today. We've got Kevin. We've got Cube. We've got Lori. We've got Babs. And we have Damon. And I love seeing an all original cast, mm-hmm. to be honest, because- the banter that they have with each other. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, it's like watching a it. reunion special on Bravo. Mm-hmm. So our first product is from a woman named Sarah, and her product is called Curie. And if we are to believe Sarah, <laughs> she got a call when she was hiking in Griffith Observatory in Los Angeles. She mentions this later in her pitch, but I just want to like say this to sort of set the stage for everything we're about to hear because I wish I knew that in advance. She got a call two hours earlier before taping that they had an open spot and so she ran over and she makes this pitch like and she's in workout clothes i mean i think she probably changed but like she seemingly did this pitch like totally off the cuff and here's the thing we've wondered for a long time is the show shot in new york and la could a simple google search have probably told us sure probably but we we don't do that we're not researchers we're not um, google we don't google we're not scientists no so this was fun because it revealed that indeed the show shoots in LA, it, it made me laugh so hard. Like they definitely had someone else booked and yeah, someone dropped I think so. out. I think probably. And, and, mm-hmm. and I would love to know what happened there. But yeah, so so she is seemingly off the cuff pitching her brand, which is called Curie, which is a brand of natural deodorants, some stick deodorant and some spray deodorant and also like some body butter. And she's seeking a hefty valuation, I believe – She's looking for $300,000 for 5%. And she says, this is not a natural deodorant, but it is a natural deodorant. She, she says this isn't a natural deodorant, and then she goes on to describe something that deodorizes <laughs> you using only natural ingredients. <laughs> so what are we to think? 
we're all on natural deodorants at this point. If you didn't take advantage of COVID to sort of have your like stink mm. period in transitioning mm. off of antiperspirants, like I have no sympathy for you. So so it's hard for me to understand like how this is any different from like the like Tom's or Dove or whatever natural deodorants that are filling a CVS at this point. I will say uh, I tried to make the transition and these pits are too strong. But you're running 18 miles a day. Like I'm <laughs> sitting in my apartment, which gets warm a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, That's it's true. The, the sweat is flowing out of me constantly. I didn't really understand this like strategy. She says they're in a lot of like high school gyms. <laughs> she said that that's part of why the spray deodorant has become more popular than the bar deodorant because people at a gym are able to share the same deodorant. But like how many people are sharing this deodorant? I wanted to ask you about that. It it does touch on the fact that there's something so intimate about sharing deodorant. Not really a spray, but I'm talking traditional stick. Sharing deodorant is the sign of true friendship. Like, I'm only going to forget my deodorant and ask a true friend for a swipe of her stick. That's a good way of putting it. It's a very intimate thing to share. Because that's like, that's got you... That's got a lot of you on it. The Deodorant Stick has more me than I want to know. You know what I mean? They're also in QVC, but they're not profitable because she says they've been putting everything into like the product itself and marketing and, and that that'll which, come. Which isn't to say that she hasn't done well. I mean, their first year right. in 2019, she did 125K. Second year, they did 720K. And then they did 2 million in, in 2021. It's kind of like that that brow gel we saw a couple weeks ago. It's like if she's doing yes, that many sales totally. in that competitive of a market, like the product itself has to be good. It's and I'm, I am curious. Good. Although the spray deodorant is $14. Yeah, that's a lot. Like no wonder only a gym is springing for it. That's a lot of freaking money. Uh, she said they're currently also in Soul Cycles, which I guess makes sense because you get like probably really stinky. After a soul cycle. Oh, you you most certainly do. And I can't believe this it this was the first time I had learned that you have never done a soul cycle class. I just it's too woo-woo. Like I don't care about other people. I respect that. That being said, I am going to force you to go to a soul cycle class with me next time you're in LA. Soul cycle's whole thing is like you're in this dark room lit by like four eight hundred dollar Jonathan Adler candles, <laughs> and there's the hottest man or woman you've ever seen on a stage in front of you. Uh screaming at you with a bomb playlist the whole time. It's so stupid and it's so good. I will try it. So the Sharks had an interesting reaction to this. Uh, Barbara says she's out because she thinks the founder is too confident. Like, And like who knows what's actually going on behind the scenes that maybe they do or don't want to reveal. And so like they have to make up like some kind of like a bullshit excuse. Right. Because they jump when they have a real excuse. If they have like a competitive product or – they're already in the space. Like they, they, they love race. sharks. Love to tell entrepreneurs that they're already in the space. They they love that. They love so, it. So surprisingly, Damon comes in, which I was not expecting because normally with a product that has this high of a valuation, and he offers twenty percent for three hundred k, and she's asking for five percent. So it's a lot more, but still, it's an offer. And she has an interesting reaction to this. She basically is like, ignores it. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, make a counteroffer, ask if he has flexibility, and she starts talking to other sharks. And everyone else has said that they're out. And I was cringing at this point because I was like, yeah. oh, no, she's doing the thing where she's overstaying her welcome. But, like, on the side, Barbara and Mark are just kind of, like, chatting about how much they like the product. And then Mark is like, let's go in on it. So, like, we've got people coming back from the dead here. 
Which they, rarely happens. Rarely, rarely. Mark and Barbara proceed to make an offer so complicated, I'm not even going to try oh to describe it. Oh my God. I didn't under 300K for 10% with 4% advisory shares. Initially, so initially they go in and they say, we want 14% in total. 12% is going to be regular shares for the money that we put in. And 2% is going to be advisory shares. And so what that does is it minimizes the amount of dilution because they're not going all the way up to 14% just for the money because mm-hmm. that would ascribe a different valuation. And so they say we'll go in with for 300 Okay, for 12% and then you'll give us another 2% afterwards and we'll call those advisory shares. And she counters and says, okay, well, if we're going to play that little old game, uh, then let's have you guys give 300K for 10% because that way her valuation only goes from 6 million to 3 million. And then I'll still give you 4% in advisory shares, but let's do it after the round. So there's like a little bit of like a sneakeroo and, and they all agree to it. I can't believe that you just explained that so succinctly. Again, like I... I guess. Let me end everything that I just said with, I guess. I'm taking this as fact. I feel like I just got a business degree. Um, (laughs) And here's something I can't understand. Here's what I know. I know that when the deal closed, Mark walked over and said, I never thought I'd be in the women's deodorant business and gives her a hug, goes back to the seat. Oh, my God. Barbara walks over, (laughs) grabs her arm, lifts it above her head. And takes a huge whiff of her armpit. Like aggressively just is like, I need to smell your armpit. And (laughs) like what I was thinking is like, what if it smelled really bad? Barbara already agreed to this deal. (laughs) If if what she's saying is right about the fact that she was just hiking and she got the call, like, oh my God, her life just like fully changed in the last two hours. It's Mason applied for Jeopardy like seven times before he made it on. So, And it was just random that he got selected? Pretty, pretty random. I mean, look, he did like an interview and a Mm -hmm. test and a bunch of stuff. But like, why now as opposed to two (laughs) times? You know, just never give up, guys. Never give up. Never stop trying to make money off of a TV show. We we did right before the the first break here get an update on Touch Up Cup. What I was more interested in was an update on the Bagel Fresh because Bagel Fresh was like this like weird back pocket second product that the Touch Up Cup guys had and like got a successful deal with. But anyway, they're doing well. Um, and we didn't get an update on Bagel Fresh. So and Ralph's review on the Bagel Fresh was scathing. Scathing, not not good. He said it actually accelerated the mold yeah, process. Right. Yeah, I believe it created some sort of like a microbiome. <laughs> So, you know, good for them on Touch-Up Cup. I hope, quite honestly, that they've abandoned the Bagel Fresh. Yeah, so have I. Should we take a quick break? Yeah, let's do it. I also just hate Touch-Up Cup. Touch-Up Cup? You don't like the name? It reminds me of like a cup for like a a man's sack. Oh, God, like a touch, like a touch cup. I've never, (laughs) never have I ever thought about that. Now I hate it. Because I just watched Jackass in theaters. (laughs) They do a a cup test where they just throw things. They they have like a professional softball player, like throw a softball as hard as she can, pitch a softball as hard as she can with this guy's cup. Everyone, this is a full endorsement real quick. This this episode is brought to you by Jackass Forever. It is the most fun I've had at the movie theater in a long time. Anyway, we're back. 
<laughs> Which is all to say that we're back. And our next product, Sylvie was really, you were really tickled by this. This one, <laughs> I just, I just didn't like it. Um, we've got Gabe and Sean seeking $50,000 for 25% of their stupid company, Noggin Boss, which is just <laughs> big hats. It's just a, it's like a baseball cap magnified. So it's big and that's it. I need to be clear about something. I hate Noggin Boss, which is why I love it. Do you know what I mean? No, of course, of course. And there's so many things that I love because I hate them so much. But and this again, one I really just hate. <laughs> I actually like the guys. I just think that the product is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Oh, it's basically like if you took a baseball cap and you magnified it like what five x. So there's like it's it's just still the shape and the dimensions of a baseball hat, but it's like giant. Like, gigantic and it sits like there's probably like a four inch spillover on either side of your head and then there's just like a big big old brim yep and imagine how angry you would be if you paid a lot of money to go to a sports game and someone in front of you was wearing that's what i said (laughs) noggin boss i do love the shot of damon specifically wearing the noggin boss because he looks so unamused he looks like a little kid and 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 these guys kind of give a little bit of like the background of this product basically just like one of them like thought of it essentially and then started making prototypes and um they had 30k in sales in their first four months mostly working with golf and then COVID hit they launched in in february of 2020 <laughs> woof ouch because no one's wearing a noggin a noggin boss at home no you one know? is no one is sitting at home like like refreshing the unemployment website <laughs> wearing a noggin boss <laughs> it's funny because then it's revealed that they they can't get permission from pro teams right. or reputable brands to use the logos, which is why in their demo, all of the hats say like USA or like <laughs> university. I do like them better because there is no logo anywhere. It's literally just the letters <laughs> USA. You know what? That's going to be my house where I'm present to you when you guys no. buy a house and have a little more space for a noggin boss. Just get a noggin boss that says house on it. <laughs> Um, Damon makes a really good point, though, that like any hat making company like Lids or like 47, what is that company with like the numbers on the side that makes all the baseball hats like they could they could just decide to make a big hat and they already have all the licensing deals. So like challenge Damon offers 50K for 30 percent, which made me a little pissed off because it's like there's two of them. They're not asking for a lot. Can you just give them the money for their dumb little hats like and then he really just like fully strong-armed them barbara kept wanting to give her own offer and they were like hey can we just hear barbara and damon was just like no you gotta say yes or no now you gotta say now and it's like fuck you they were like listen like this is our only shot and he was just shutting them down i really didn't like it i never get pissed off when someone comes in with a huge valuation or is asking for a lot of money and the sharks are like shut up we're gonna triple the amount of equity we want and we're gonna cut the money in half like that I get, but for these little ones, it's kind of like if you're gonna do it, then just yeah. give it to him. I don't know. Honestly, I think our break with Damon happened a few weeks ago when he said that he didn't like soup, and and I I personally am still <laughs> getting over that. But you know, and I don't blame them. They ultimately agreed to it. The nice thing is though that Mark jumped in and said, "Hey, if you do a deal with Damon, I'll give you the licensing for the Mavs." Um, and he even says, 
I hope no one wears them at the games because they're going to get yelled at because like you were saying, like they will be able to see past them. So I, I hope it goes well for them. I hope Damon turns into like less of an asshole. And I do love when when they say like, okay, Damon, we accept your offer. It yeah. cuts to Barbara saying, oh, fuck. And it like bleeps <laughs> yeah. her. She like threw the binder. She was really mad and I don't blame her. It is I have to say, I don't I don't want to accuse anyone of like sexism, but we live in a patriarchal society. Yeah, it felt like a very male machismo thing to do. Who knew that we'd be thinking about the patriarchy with Noggin Boss? I know, I know. <laughs> who who would have thought of all the companies to incite a discourse about the patriarchy, it would be an oversized baseball hat with no logo. Thank you, uh Barnard College, my alma mater. I will <laughs> I will bring I will bring up the patriarchy in every conversation. Um Okay. This week, guys, we do not have a tank test. We are excited to bring back Ralph's tank test next week. Ralph is currently buried under a pile of Legos Mm -hmm. uh, in his house in Queens, so he will not be doing a tank test this (laughs) week, unfortunately. All right. See you in a bit. Okay, okay, okay. Should we get into our next product? Yes, let's absolutely get into our next product. It's, I love this product. I, I do too. And I love this entrepreneur. So here we have Athena who's looking for 150K for 15% of her company, which is Behave Bras. And these are bras that are meant for the ladies with bigger breasts. They were like, what's the inspiration for this product? And it's like, hmm. She's like, uh, I have gigantic boobs. <laughs> She's like, I got huge knockers. Yeah. So she basically goes into the story of like, how growing up, she had to wear three sports bras just to like play soccer. <sighs> Look, if you're a woman or even if you know a woman at all, if you've ever spoken to a woman, you know that like we hate bras. We hate them. Yeah. The best part of my day is taking my bra off. Oh my God. It's just it's, like, it's it's an unbeatable feeling. It is. I said to Mason the other day, I said, sometimes I feel bad for you that you don't have boobs because you will never know what it feels like to take your bra off at the mm-hmm. end of the long day. It's a great thing because, look, most bras, especially for those of us with a larger chest, you have this, like, underwire, which is sitting right underneath your boobs. Yep. Things are cutting in. in, Things are digging. Your back kind of hurts. The straps are never wide enough to to provide support. If they are a wide strap, they look so ugly and so old. They look so matronly. Oh, matronly is the perfect word. It's just, I don't know. You get above, like – a C cup, honestly, and it's not cute. Because there are like bras for bigger breasted women out there. And the thing that sets her apart specifically is that she has this, they call she calls it stays technology that is proprietary to her bras that is basically like a seat belt mm. for your bras that kind of goes under the cup and like goes right up against the boob and like really, really holds it in place. But is this like soft fabric material um, that creates like a little pocket on both sides instead of relying on an underwire. Right. So there's no wire. It's kind of yeah, this like stretchy awesome. fabric, which looks so comfy. I'm actually 100% going to buy one of uh, these. Yeah. Kevin is like, Kevin asks if she can walk through the sizing and says, quote, I'm not familiar with the largest girl, which is such a gross uh, thing to say. Like, ew, like, Kevin, like, don't talk to us like you're in your mansion surrounded by models. Like, you're no plum yourself, Kevin. I think he's really no no pick of a litter. I think that it actually points out the fact that straight cis men know nothing 
about bras. Absolutely nothing. Because here's something that I think will blow people away. I'm just going to get real. I am like a mid-sized person. I'm a mid-sized sedan, as we've Mm -hmm. discussed before. Mid-sized sedan. And I am a 34 double D. And I think when you hear that, like most men are like double D, like that's huge. Yeah. But it's like my boobs aren't that big. They're just a little bit bigger than, you know, the size that's normally catered to. Yeah. In like a Victoria's Secret. Right. And if I'm like truly a mid-size and the average size of the American woman is bigger than me, this product is applicable to a lot more people than I think straight cis dudes would would know. Like we said, most bras that fit, you know, like a double D or above are going to be super matronly and yeah. make you feel like you're a hundred years like old, old lady. Yeah. Living in 1947. And these are really cute. Born in 1847. A <laughs> hundred years old living in 1947. You've seen a lot. So what she's done that's really smart is that the sort of stays patented stretchy fabric goes under. That's doing your work for you. And then it has this really cute sort of like lacy overlay. So it still looks like a really cute mm-hmm. yep. kind of sexy it's bra. brilliantly, brilliantly made. Mm-hmm. Just as an aside, Eric apparently just texted the both of us. I had my phone near me because um, I was waiting for a text because Sylvia and I just found out that we both know a dog named Tamale. Um, <laughs> but Eric texted both of us. I just ordered a Shark Tank product. We'll share when it's received. So we'll update you next week on what that product is. Um, and can you ask him if that product is Behave Bras? <laughs> I will ask him right now. And I, I also I feel the need to clarify that Alyssa and I both know the same dog. The same dog. Named Tamale. The dog lives two blocks away from my apartment and was at a wedding that Alyssa was recently <laughs> at in California. <laughs> this one goes out to you, Tamale. The other thing I like about Athena is that like she's just she's just got her shit together because sometimes people come in and they're either like really hippy dippy or they're like really type A and she just came in and she just gave the details. She was very frank about her own relation to this product and her own inspiration and she was like here's why it's great and it was great. If I was like pregnant and suddenly had to give birth in the middle of like a road or something I would hope that it would be Athena. Who would be on site mm-hmm. holding my hand and talking me through it? She's, she would say all the right things. Yes. This woman is calm. She's confident. She's who you want in an emergency situation. And Kevin redeems himself for his earlier comment about mm. not knowing the largest women by offering 150K for 20%. And she was asking for 150K for 15%. Yeah. That's a that's a good deal coming from Kevin. He normally Absolutely. really tries to fuck yeah. you. I would buy this. I'm actually going to look up right now. Like, I need this. I need this sports bra. Oh, my God. Alyssa, they, they're, they like, fully available, and they're so mm. cute. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, we all we both know what we're doing after this. <laughs> we're ending this podcast a little bit early today, guys. Sylvie and I have to run to go bra shopping. No, we kidding. have an errand. Uh, <laughs> um, so, so, so she – I think she tries to get Kevin mm. to go down from 20 – to 17 but he said no deal it's got to be 20 and she you know no other sharks were in but uh she went for it she went for his his deal of 150k for 20 percent. and he mentioned that he grew up in cyprus which i did not know but the other thing is like greek people love greek people that's so true yes yeah and and just before we break (laughs) there was something that we've never seen on shark tank before which was a psa like hosted by the sharks right after this segment 
about scam ads. Apparently, there's been a lot of products that are trying to sell themselves on social media saying that they were on Shark Tank, going as far as Photoshopping themselves <laughs> into Shark Tank pitches. And it apparently... Uh, it's has gotten so bad that now the sharks are doing a PSA saying you have to go to the Shark Tank website at abc.com and make sure that it's an accredited Shark Tank product. If you see an ad saying that something was on Shark Tank, like it was so it was so weird and meta and I, I loved it. It was entertainment for me. I agree. I loved the PSA so much. I loved seeing the sharks have to do something scripted. <laughs> yes. Seeing like a pure Same. scripted read was so gratifying because they all look so uncomfortable. They do show an example scam ad with something called Super Keto Booster where these <laughs> pill bottles have been photoshopped on. It's like a shot of all the sharks and the tables in front of them. And these like pill bottles have been photoshopped in front of them. It's like the most terrible Photoshop job that it's, I've ever seen in my whole life. It's and it's really like, if good. you're falling for that, you deserve to lose your money. Well, should we take a quick break? Let's do it. You know what, though? I need to say this real quick. Earlier, we were wondering, there was a quick PSA asking, like, are you an entrepreneur? We're looking for people to be in Shark Tank. Casting call, yes. Casting call. Here's what our product would be. And I feel very strongly about this, actually. I think our product would be a piece of technology where you can sing into it and it tells you what that song is. Oh, my God. Me, the person who can barely open Pro Tools to record (laughs) this very podcast – I'm going to come up with an audio with an (laughs) AI technology. Yeah, voice voice and tonal (laughs) recognition AI technology. I think we could do it in two months. Yep. Short runway. Easy breezy. Easy easy breezy. Easy easy breezy. Yep. That's what we're going to call it. Great. Uh, Okay. Well, you know, everyone look out for that. You know what's going to be weird is when we have to talk about our pitch on Hey Chums. Mm, That's going to feel really weird. It's going to be weird, but I'm excited for it. So our, our, our last product of the day is from two married entrepreneurs who are adorable, um, who of course met at Yale because they are amazing. Um, Temadayo and Abasola, who are asking for 175k for 10% of their product called Ade and Io and it's basically, you know, they are both I think they're both Nigerian mm-hmm. backgrounds um and they weren't seeing the sort of vibrant um Nigerian prints and prints from like other parts of West Africa on children's clothing that were just available at like a Target or an Old Navy and so they started a line of clothes that have these beautiful, colorful prints on children's clothes that are at a really affordable price point. Right. Because you walk into a Target and let me tell you what you're seeing in terms of children's clothes. And I I don't have kids, so I kind of breeze by this, but you're seeing something called like hearth and pine and it's Mm -hmm. a washed out, terrible pastel Mm -hmm. made by the whitest pastiest person you've ever seen in your life and it's got like and it's got like some kid version of like whatever is like the trendy tiktok phrase of the moment yeah there was one i saw at target recently and it was a baby yoda and it had a little santa hat on it and it said show me the way to the presence and it's like that's not even right because it's this is the way if the shirt said this is the way to the presence then okay maybe you get a pass but yeah it's just like it's like it's, it's really it's bleak. Yeah, and kids love bright colors. Kids mm-hmm. love a fun print more than anyone. So these sort of like they call them affordable African prints on this super soft organic cotton. They're all really cute. And they've already done 160K in sales. Yeah, no, they're they're doing well. In the beginning of their pitch, they they hit some Afro beats and 
throw a little dance party. And one of the few sharks to get up is Kevin. <laughs> Kevin is really in rare form in this episode. I was, <laughs> Kevin is he up is. and like is dancing like until the music stops. Like he just, <laughs> he was like trying different moves. I was like, you are on something today, Kevin. And I am picking up what you're putting down. Kevin's being fun. He's being flirty. Fun Kevin. I love fun Kevin. So yeah, so so they're they're doing really well. Like like you said, in sales, they're, Price point is about $19 for each of the – they have, like, little jumpers and dresses and and pants and stuff, and they're all so cute. Temadayo points out – she's like, yeah, we want this to be accessible to everyone. We don't want to be making these clothes that, you know, not everyone can buy. which I love because so often you see stuff in in here that has, like, a luxury look to it or something that really stands out. The oyster sweater. So Yes, the freaking oyster sweater. Especially because it's for a kid who's going to grow out of it. Yeah, and it's going to, like, poop in it. And, like, yeah. get it all dirty and shit. Everyone has great things to say about the product. They're like, this design is great. I can't believe how soft the fabric is. Mm-hmm. You guys seem great. But they're fighting about the valuation, which is super high. It's but very then high. Barbara says something that I thought was so funny. I'm also, like, picking up what Barbara's putting down this yeah, episode. Yeah, Barbara, too. Babs and Kevin, who are usually, like, <laughs> not my faves. Like, I'm just yeah. loving them today. I love that she forcibly sniffed someone's eyes earlier. I know. That really set the tone. Yeah. So she says, she's like, oh, valuation, value smation. We're all making this up. <laughs> Especially for, like, a longtime shark. For her to just be like, I mean, let's be honest, guys. Like, all this valuation stuff is basically bullshit. Like, saying that to the sharks as much as to the entrepreneurs. And everyone was like, yeah, that's fair. Mark is the first one to drop out because he says they need accelerators in kind of, like, operations. And he can't do that for clothing. So he's out. Lori says she has a different vision of sort of where they want to go, which she basically just said, like, you want to hire full-time people? I think you should use freelancers. Therefore, I'm out. Right. Like, like, isn't that part of, like, being a jerk and that you, like, advise on stuff? Say that. Um, Damon says they're asking for way too much. And then Barbara hops in and says she's going to give a greedy offer. She says she's going to offer 157K – or, sorry, 175K. I'm dyslexic. For 33 percent equity and she'll give a 500k credit line and damon was like it would be insulting to you i'm not even gonna bother to make an offer i'm out which like he was clearly gonna ask for 50 percent. i don't know it was it was just like a very weird wishy-washy thing to do so i appreciated that barbara at least came out with an offer and said hey it's gonna be greedy i want to be an equal partner in this she wants 33 and a third percent for the 175k but she's smart she's already thinking about the the health of the business she's like i'm also gonna like throw you a 500k line of credit um, which, which you're really going to need yeah. immediately, which yeah. is so and true. They're going to have so many costs. It's only the two of them right now doing all of this. So is, are they going to like pay her back for that? Is that what that is? I assumed that it meant like a zero interest Okay, yeah. Okay, that okay, she okay. then gets refunded for when they right. make that, which it seems okay. like they'll do pretty fast if they already yeah. have 160K in sales. So they kind of go back and forth. They ask for 200 for 30%. Um, but Babs is is holding firm, and I don't blame her. She's like, no, I want to be an equal partner. I want 33 and a third percent. Which kind of, to my point with Athena, like if you're going to counter, if it's 3%, yeah. I don't know how worth yeah. that is fighting over unless you have multiple sharks who are like right. trying to one-up right. each other. That's actually something we didn't see in this episode is sharks fighting no, each other. No, we really didn't. But yeah, so so they finally agree to go in with giving Barbara a third for 200k and it's a thrill barbara dances for entirely too long with them in celebration (laughs) she kind of shimmies over (laughs) i was a little worried we were gonna have a situation where like you know 
<laughs> she couldn't do, she couldn't do get you back think up. If she dipped it low and could not pick it up slow, <laughs> that they would allow that to go to air. Do you think that would make it to the cut? If she just was like, if the episode ended with her just squatting <laughs> on the ground, unable to get up, and the entrepreneurs just kind of standing around her being like, Thanks, Barbara. I think not only would it make it to air, I think it would be the first thing we saw in the promo. Oh I think it God. would be cut up and blasted across every Shark Tank blasted. social platform. Um, and I wish that we had that, although I'm happy for her because she's being so fun this episode that she yeah. she didn't embarrass herself as much as she could have. Lori was Lori was interesting this whole – Yeah, Lori was a little quiet. I was kind of shocked that what Athena said – and sorry, this is a callback, but Athena was like – oh, bras go A to Z. That's why it's the alphabet. And Lori was like, they do? Yeah, and I was, was like, weird. don't you, don't you work in so close. retail? Like, yeah. shouldn't you know that? I yeah, that was know. very, that was weird. Yeah, Lori's being weirdly quiet this mm-hmm. this episode. Yeah. But, you know, it was still, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. What did I you do think? too. Oh, I, I thought it was a great episode. It was great to see sort of Kevin and Barbara picking up the, picking up the fun slack. Um, so th- this is, I think, going to be really hard. But Sylvie, if you could only choose one product of the of the ones that we saw today, what would you be a customer of? <laughs> I mean, I don't think this is hard. I'm already on the Behave Bras website. That's true. That's it's true. a tab <laughs> open on my computer <laughs> right now. Literally, in the over the course of of recording this episode, you've already become a Behave <laughs> customer. Okay, so maybe it wasn't that yeah, hard. We're, this might be the fastest like conversion mm-hmm, to a, mm-hmm. a product we've yeah. ever seen. And you don't have to want the Noggin Boss, uh, but you're getting one Ugh. at some point. Okay. And I'm never, I'm never going to tell you when, you know? Oh, my God. It's just going to be looming <laughs> over me for the rest of my life. Yeah, it's in, in you know – in, in a couple of decades, when you and I are at the same retirement mm-hmm. home, which we've already discussed this, oh, yeah. we'll, be, we'll be making soup. We'll be sharing one of those little, like, uh, attached sweets, you know? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> With the door in the middle, pulling pranks left and right. Still in our behaved bra. Yep. Still, oh, yeah. Still in the same ones because I'm so cheap and I never buy new bras. And then one day, um, you're going to get a noggin boss. <sighs> Which, as I say it, it sounds so much like Hagen. I feel like they can they can make something work with that. I feel like they were high on the couch eating Hagen dolls, and they were like, "What about a really big hat?" I think you cracked it. That's it. Thank you, everyone, once again for joining us. And I, I want to give a special shout out uh, to two listeners: um, Nick, my little brother, who has sent some very encouraging texts. Nick, we love you so much. We Thank love you. you. Um, I forgive you for getting COVID and ruining Christmas last year. And uh, Dia. Dia. We love and you Maya, so much. And Maya. Our unwitting Maya. listener, baby Maya, who is listening with Dia. I think that Dia and uh, Maya have some Adi and Io in their future. Oh, my God, Dia. Yeah. So, but we love all of our listeners. Uh, we thrive on praise. Hit us up if yeah, you uh, like anything. If you don't like the show, don't, don't say anything. Don't. We don't care. Even the remotest <laughs> criticism, please do not send it to either of us. We cannot all, take it. All we do, all Alyssa and I do all day at work is take notes from people and clients <laughs> and third parties. And, and we can't do it anymore. We can't. We're full simply, up. We're at capacity for we're that. We're full up. But if you want to send praise or a yeah. sponsorship opportunity. Oh, money we would also take. Yeah. We'll sure. do a birthday shout out. If you Venmo mm-hmm. us like a dollar, we'll promote any product you want. <laughs> um, that is true. So yeah, hit us up. But we love you guys. We love this little Hey Chums community and we can't wait to be back next week. All right. Thanks, guys. 
Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.